Welcome to yet another chapter. Is it ten? It feels like more. Of Stone Clearing with Richard Herring. Some people thought I'd only get one or two podcasts out of this, but there's a lot to say about Stone Clearing, and I intend to say all of it, maybe several times. It's the 28th of January. Um, about 8:45 bit uh, earlier than the last podcast, but we might still hit those post nine o'clock dog walkers. The sun is out. I've kind of been hoping to um, do a podcast in the snow, and there was nearly opportunity the day after the last podcast, but uh, the snow slightly melted. Uh, I want to take you around what you do when a field is covered in ice and snow, and how you carry on stone clearing. Though these weeks and months between December and the, the harvest. Like all of us, the stone clearer is waiting for the scythe. Um, there's a double meaning to that, which is quite clever. But uh, once the fields are ploughed, because of course it doesn't matter if there's snow on the fields, the fields are covered now in a thick carpet what looks like grass, I think it's probably peas. Last year was anything to go by. I don't know if the farmer is going to uh, change his crop this year. Um, really, there's not much to do until it's just housekeeping until those these crops are gone. You can walk between the crops a little, as I am here picking up a few couple of tiny stones. Well, it's not a bad one, actually. Uh, oh, there's another pretty good one. I mean, again... This is the place that I come to most, so it's sort of incredible that there will be, I mean, there's an egg-sized stone and a double egg-sized stone uh, there, just literally as I walk into the field they've got on the opening can. It can still surprise you, the field, even even now, even as... uh, and the ground is is clamping quite hard down on the so there is there is a bit of frost on the ground, so that will be an additional challenge today at least. I just try to pull out another stone with no joy. Of course the sun is already shining down, working its stone magic. The way that all these things work together, that the stones are clamped by the frost, but the sun comes and unfreezes them. I think must be further proof to anyone who's doubting that uh, the stone gods are real. Otherwise, why would it happen? Um, it can't just be a coincidence. 
So uh, some nice couple of quite nice stones again coming out of here out of this this well lined area, and the sun's right in my face, which makes it of course a little dangerous in terms of, of discovery. Not many stone clearers generally aren't murdered anymore, uh, but it still happens by irate superstitious villagers who think what we're doing here is something wrong, something against God. It's pro-God, it just depends on which God you believe in, the false Christian God, or the real many stone gods that we are building altars to uh, as we go around. And yeah, look at this, I mean, this is just insane, I can't believe, oh, well, the ground really clamping together there, this is going to be a hard day. I've got a few out, um, nothing of much worth. I have to say, so it may be a disappointing day, but I have to say, uh, as that's me throw, I like to throw a stone against this fence every time I pass and don't feel comfortable unless one of them's hit the fence. I'm not creating a series of things that I have to do uh, as I go around. That would be crazy and dangerous, uh, but I always do that. And I always do the one where I have to put one in the ditch. Um, so interesting to see how many things there are. In fact, couple there froze, held together by frozen soil, which is it just the slight warmth of my hand as, as I walked on this made that soil crumble away, which is good. We don't want to throw soil off the field. That's the opposite of what we're trying to do. If you removed all the soil and just left the stones, you would have hills around the field and the field would just be a field of stones. I mean, it would do the job of collecting stones, but in the wrong place. Um, there are no rules to... Stone clearing, as you are aware, that is rule one of stone clearing. But you must not remove soil from this field and the stones must come off the field. That is just a basic rule, a law, if you will, really. I mean, it's the whole point. Um, so no dog, clear, dog walks around the, the boat, so I'm just going to take a little sojourn out onto the field. And yeah, again, finding... I mean, in this many months I've been been doing this task of predating even the podcast, um, I haven't really travelled extensively beyond the, the three or four metres from the shore of the station. Hey! My dog jumping up in my face. He thinks I'm, she thinks I'm uh, playing. There's quite a nice little cairn developing there. Um, but... Still, and even in this part, this this part of the field is the part that I probably walk along most. But you still could not really tell if you looked at the field that any stones have been cleared. It's still packed with stones and big stones, stones that all logic would take I would have found by now. This one is six inches from the shore, and that is that stone fills the palm of my hand. It was just been sitting there for many months, waiting for me to come and find it. It must have been camouflaging, hiding itself in some way. How is that possible that that stone can still be there? It's not possible. Someone or something is coming at night time. And I'm doing a little hassle off here because a couple of loose stones lying atop the field. Again, that certainly weren't here before. Nice sized stones. And I've hassled off them back to the shore. There wasn't too much of a rescue mission. I have to be honest, they were again within spitting distance of the shore and uh, they're going on 
and slightly neglected Ken. Um, something's happening on my phone. Oh, sorry, don't worry. Hope that hasn't come up on the podcast. Of course, the early podcasters, um, the early stone clearers, they didn't do podcasts then. I mean, they, I think many of them went round the field telling the tale of what they were doing, but of course, they would only, that, that was a podcast for one that only they could ever hope to hear. Yet still they did it. And it is part of the, part of the, the whole process that you must be talking to yourself all the way around. This is partly why stone clearers are viewed with such suspicion. Um, especially here in the UK. I know there's many overseas listeners fascinated by this, um, this documentary really about normal British working life. There are millions of us here in the UK doing this. This is, and post Brexit, I think we probably will be much, take up most of our industry, but that's what will save us, I think. Um, what was I saying? Really, <laughs> um, dogs getting excited by me doing this. There's a lovely big stone on the path here. Um, I'm going to give up on it in a sec. Two more kicks. Uh, I'm going to give up. I'll come back another day for that one. But good exercise there, the kicking. And the dog's going crazy today. What are you doing? This isn't a game. This is a jo- job. Anyway, hello to our overseas listeners. Can't remember what point I was making. You can probably fill in the gaps. Uh, if you just listen to some of the other podcasts. Oh, and this side of the field um, is hidden by shadows. And so, no wonder I couldn't get that other stone out. These stones are clamped in. I'll try and kick a couple out here. Yeah, got a couple of good ones. Wolfie's got hold of one. She's learning. She's learning about becoming a stone collecting dog. Um, well, yeah, so the, the stone clearers all did what wouldn't have been called a podcast then. It would just be a, a conversation talking to yourself. Yes, here in the UK, I think that's what I was saying. We don't really like the people who talk to anyone, even to other human beings. So that is partly why so many stone clearers were murdered. Uh, the nudity, of course, is also another aspect. Um, I thank God I live in more enlightened times, but still not so enlightened that I can freely stone clear without having to hide from the embarrassed eyes of my village what I'm doing. They don't know. They're feckless, as I think I've said. I pretend to be friendly with them, but I abhor them to a man, to a woman, to a dog. They're all fools. Um, I, luckily, I know they don't listen to this. Any of them, so they will never know my secret, A, that I'm doing this, and B, that I abhor them and think they're f- feckless fools. Um, I mean, why would they live so close to a big field full of stones and not start clearing themselves? Oh, there's a dog coming. So I'm going, Wolfie! Wolfie's off to play, I think. It's a friendly one. Wolfie's down on a haunches. We've had some incidents last time, I remember. Wolfie! And they're just playing. It's a nice Labrador. Wolfie, come on! Wolfie! 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 Wolfie, come here. And there's a bit of a standoff. Wolfie! Wolfie! Come on, girl. Come on. Wolfie. Sorry about this interruption. I know some of you enjoy 
Oh, and Wolfie's managed to chase the dog off the dog's in a wee. And now coming back, the Labrador's just weed against the bush. Wolfie! And I've got Wolfie. She's back on the lead. Come on, good girl. Hi there. Oh. <laughs> She's trying to yank my arm off. Hi. <laughs> um, so on we go. And, uh, yeah, that was quite a good tussle between the dogs there. I think friendly. There was a little bit of growling, the dogs coming back. You know, so it's good to have some old-fashioned sports um, amidst, amidst this old-fashioned discipline. Because of course, this, the original Stone Curves would have happily set their dogs on each other for entertainment. It was, back then, it was the only fun you could really have. Bears and dogs, not necessarily against each other. So that could happen. And uh, the Labrador's still quite excited about, about uh, Wolfie. Um, I'm having to carry on pretending I'm just a dog walking now, of course. Oh, which is hard because there's a couple of beauties just there. And they're calling to me. That's it. You know, that's what I'm talking about sometimes. And those two, just near one of the mini cans that has one of the biggest stones I ever found. They can just join those ones casually. Just picking a few from the border. A day like today, when it's it's going to be hard to hard to pick up quite a lot of stones. It's good just to do some housekeeping around the edge. You just want to make sure these periphery stones do not find their way back onto the field. So even though they're sort of clear, it's good just to get them a little clearer and uh, into the bracken. There you go. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm fortunate in many ways that I'm unlikely to be killed. I'm, the, I'm more out here, I'm most likely to be killed, of course, by a nighthawk uh, come to steal my collected stones. Oh, look at this one. This is a nice bit of brick there. That could be a Roman brick of some kind. It doesn't matter. It's going on a nice big chunk of brick. But it looked old. Maybe there was a Roman villa here. Who cares? If it's here, I will be removing it stone by stone. I'll be taking apart any mosaics. They are minerals. If it's organic, no need to panic. If it's not, chuck the twat. And that is what we all say, of course, here. Um, of course, it should be it. If, if it's organic, no need to panic. If it not chuck the twat, I mean that's luckily that one translates quite easily. That if means it. Uh, there will be some Anglo-Saxon lessons here for you during this as well, but it's quite important if you really want to know the history of what we're doing here that you can speak Anglo-Saxon. It's quite a complicated language to learn, mainly though. Just it, just uh, if it's in. A, an F there, just to see if it's an S. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Uh, someone said to me when I said feckend, did I mean feckend or did I mean second? Things like that can be confusing. Yeah, there's some nice stones there, but so clamped into the earth, I'm not going to get my trail out today. I feel like doing it in the old school way. I'm wearing boots again, the original stone clothes. Would not have been shod. Oh, there's a beauty here. I'm going to be able to get this. I mean, how is it possible that I haven't seen this one before? Oh, 
It's in deep, Wolfie, but I think I'm going to be able to dig it out. Yes. And that's the find of the day so far. What a clump. Picked up a tiddler alongside. But that is a nice sized stone. Big chunky, round like a ball, with then some edges on it. But that's, it's sort of the size of a small ball, but bigger than a tennis ball. Not as big as a football, somewhere in between those two, if you're trying to guess what size it is. And then if you're imagining a ball, it's not really like that. It's more like an asteroid shape. If you could imagine that, like basically a rock. So again, yeah, just I'm doing. I am doing a bit of housekeeping today. There's some lovely stones, especially in this portion of the field, just lying on the headland between the shore and the and the actual place where the stones can go. Uh, and uh, I mean, we're sort of not really helping directly because these are already more or less off the field. But so I guess we're thinking of future stone grows when earthquakes happen. Or just general kicking around people working their way around this field. These stones could come back. Okay, there's another dog. It's a dog wearing a yellow vest. It might be the nervous dog. It might just be a cold dog. It's pretty cold today, as the frost attests. Um, just seems to be a dog on its own. I know they hear some dog walkers coming up behind. Unfortunately, or full view of me, so. And he's so great, all I have to do is going to have to be surreptitious for quite some time. Um, we're approaching um, the wall. That's the existing wall that, uh, controversially, I'm using stone from the next field to build. Uh, I've had a lot of emails from, uh, from people about this. Simon Twig, uh, he's been in touch to say how strongly he disapproves of um, what I'm doing feels that I should not be he admits there are no rules to stone one of the rules surely is that we must never go into another field and transgress what could be another stone clearer's booty uh, I understand what you're thinking but I feel my decision to only use those stones as a perimeter wall between both said fields does make one day acceptable uh, just managed to nip that one out while they were looking. And this is Michael again, who we met on the last podcast. It's hard to see as a gentleman in a cap and a lady with red gloves. Remember, I think, how polite I am to them when I speak to them. Remember what I'm thinking about them. Uh, we might not quite uh, intersect here, I'm not sure. They're going pretty slowly. I'm trying to slow down in order to miss them, but... They've got a dog on the lead, and I think the other dog must be there as well. But again, shame, because this is the corner that is the most second, by which I mean burgeoning with stones. Uh, and it's not the most second. It doesn't make sense. So, yeah, that's that's one of the ways you can help to identify what the holding thing would mean. Hello. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? A bit cold, but crisp. <laughs> it's your friend again. <laughs> that is. Oh. There we go. Hello. 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 Hello.
Nah, you're a good one. <laughs> I went to see my daughter at one of my daughters yesterday. They've got this 15-year-old Spaniel. Right. It's got cataracts. She's oh, no. Cataracts. And she walks... <laughs> <laughs> but she's going. Yeah, yeah. Good. We're all still going? Yeah. <laughs> Just about. I'm professing. No. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, I've been in for a little while, actually. It's a straight German Shepherd, but it's snowy. It's oh, right, nice. okay. Yeah, I might have seen it around about. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Yeah. He's a bit frightened. They've never had a dog before. Oh, really? I think that's a good idea to get a German Shepherd. No. They need We've been lucky with her because her. her Brothers and sisters were were because she's partly husky as well. Yeah. We're um we're much too big and much too and <laughs> too aggressive. But she's very she's she's lovely with the kids. She, yeah, so uh, and very protective actually. But she's yeah she's not she wouldn't she wouldn't hurt anyone or anything. No, but hopefully the burglars will still think she will hurt them. <laughs> she'll, she'll bark. So that she's a good guard dog. But I don't know if she's doing anything. I don't know. I haven't. <laughs> I don't invite them round. No. <laughs> maybe that's why they come and steal things from us. Maybe we, maybe we should be friendly to them and they won't steal things so much. I don't know. They know when somebody is alien to them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hopefully no aliens. Let's see. Come on then, girl. Let's go. We've got to get back. Nice to see you again. Take care. Bye. Come here. Some uh, witty repartee there with the locals, and then um, what I really think of them. Uh, they're very, they're very, <laughs> they're very nice. Um, that's what I think of them. Um, so here we go. Unfortunately, missing out on this uh, second corner. Uh, I will just throw one stone while their backs are turned into the bushes. At least I've got something off the field. That's one off, but that on a normal walk of course this would be an area where I'd be hoping to clear 20 or 30 stones you can tell though I think if you're a regular listener to this um, that I'm not clearing as much as I usually would and that's the problem with these months you know I think you can take it a bit easy there's time to take these stones off there will be more stones eventually and when the plough she doth come sorry for he doth come um and I'm trying to throw from a distance here. Now the dog is running after the stones. Not getting really near. Oh, that one has bounced almost onto the path. So in a future stone clear, that might come off. I'm just picking up a couple there. From some distance from the central cairn, just to carry. Just so I'm doing some useful work. They were just stuck in, you know, like... They were glued by some heavenly unguent. And, you know, some people believe the gods, that the frost is the stone gods jizzing their mineral sperm onto the ground, which does then act as an adhesive, but also possibly creates more stones. And there's a dog in the distance. I don't think we're going to intersect. I'm just worried Wolfie might run off towards her. I don't know if that's the same Labrador we were with earlier. Um, 
And of course, uh, if you were listening to the last episode, that dog, we just saw his name, I'm, I'm not caught, I'm afraid. Um, that's the one, one of the ones. It's not Stanley, he was a dick. I think we can all agree on that. I had a lot of angry emails about, ang- about Stanley being allowed to behave in the way he did. One was from Brenda Telegraph Pole. And uh, that was a hyphenated animal. We're just so excited. I oh, keep on dropping my stones, which is terrible because there is a possible reserve. I thought he was looking at me through binoculars there, but I don't think he was. He seems to be crossing into the field. Oh, is he? He's picking up some. Oh, he's got a ball. That's what he's doing. I thought he was another stone player, but he's actually just throwing a ball around, wasting his energy with a ball when there are plenty of. Why spend money on a ball when there are infinite beautiful stones that you can just throw for your dog? You know, that's a question I would ask. That's why, uh, that's why I, I question the sanity of some of the people who live in this village. There's a perfectly good circular-ish stone there. You could chuck that to your dog. You know, and if it kills the dog, get another dog. But, you know, that's, you've saved the money on the ball, haven't you? He's got, he's got a fancy ball with it on a stick. Oh, when I the couple of the stones, they're really calling to me. I have to get them on the next journey. They want... They want to be taken off, but I can't actually do it just now because I'm being observed by a man, possibly with binoculars, possibly part of the the modern-day anti-stone clearers. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm saying that it's a relatively safe... I don't want anyone to think it's perfectly safe. I don't want people taking this up thinking there isn't a danger that they will be murdered by superstitious villagers because there's always that danger. And some believe there are still guardians like Knights Templar, I suppose of anti-stone people who believe God put the stones there, God and made up God um, onto the field for a purpose maybe drainage uh, and I do not approve of what me and my kin are doing out here so this central can looking quite good uh, I'm trying to create like a massive circular pile here that will eventually reach at least halfway up the telegraph pole there is a little bush here that may have to die uh, as a result of the stone. But if it can survive, then it can survive. That is nature, uh, red in tooth and claw, and also brown if you're a, if you're a tree. That's all. There's no blood in the tree. Um, that's just basic biology. Uh, um, so we're heading down now. This is usually the part where I get a little bit philosophical. A bit disappointed with the hall today. There was that nice sized stone. The dog is very excited. She does think she's going to... I might have to throw her a stone. Not a ball like some people have got. But it seems a shame because I can hit the central scans on the other. We'll try and get this. There we go. See, that's... The dog doesn't know the difference. She's perfectly happy. Obviously, she can't really pick it up and she does feel cut her gums, but... You know, it's a beautiful interaction between the mineral and the biological when you see a dog running for... running for a stone. And I've just I've got quite a nice one there. I'll hold that one for the bottom. We are approaching the... Uh, not just yet, but if, you, if you're only half listening, you like the bit where I throw stones against that pillar. That's coming up in a bit. Uh, Simon Housing Estate. Again, a hyphenated name. Um, he's, he just emailed in to say... Getting a lot of emails in from people about this podcast. I, think it's, I haven't checked the listenership, but it must be huge um emailed him to say that's my best bit do keep doing that rich and of course i will 
I'm not trying to do like a series of things that I have to definitely repeat or things will go wrong, but you know, a couple of them, I think that is the case. So I will just carry on doing them just in case. Uh, picking up, again, this, the, the stone's calling out, there's a little brown pebble-like stone here that just smooth as if it's been washed up from the sea, but where is the sea? It's nowhere to be seen. Once, one time the sea may have been out here in this hill in Hertfordshire, and maybe that stone, this pebble was under the sea for all that time, being looked at by those swimming dinosaurs. And now here it is, it's found its way to the top of the soil, it's eased its way up. It wasn't even, it was just laying atop the soil, ready for me to collect rather beautifully. And then again, unless the sun has just caught a slightly white stone, which underneath that has another stone, and I've picked both of those up. That's, that's how it's going to go. And I keep three of these to throw at the, at the, at the thing that Simon Hyatt Housing Estate likes so much. And, uh, and I'll put the others on this other entry can, which does not seem to be growing. I mean, I, I will admit that I've not been out uh, on the field that much this, this year so far. Um, I've been trying to exercise, been taking the dog for long walks up, up the hill, and I've started running again, which, uh, yeah, that's the enemy of stone clearing, of course, because when you're running, there's no way, and you might just be able to kick a stone like this as you're running and try and get it along, but, uh, yeah, so I haven't been out, I confess I haven't been out here as much as I should have been, but then also that's not a problem because the stones are always going to be here. We don't have to try and take them off all at once. Oh, I can see a rabbit. There's a rabbit on the path. I hope Wolfie doesn't see him. See her, or we're going to lose Wolfie. This way, Wolfie. Um, I always see the rabbits, and my my daughter is obsessed with seeing rabbits, and is not. Don't seen one yet. Like in the in the wild, I see them everywhere. Okay, look, here's another stone. I've got four stones to throw at the pole. Uh, when it hits, of course, do you remember you have to cheer wherever you are out loud. Oh, that missed. That went to the... Oh, that missed, but close. Oh, that was so close. Oh, no, all four have missed. This is unheard of. I usually get it in three. I'm going to have to go out onto the field to try and find some more ammunition. Because, uh, you know, you're all there ready to cheer, aren't you? And how will we cheer if there's nothing to cheer? What does we get out of I've got a couple more now. Yeah, this is, again, is this, it's annoying because they're... Uh, there aren't that many stones around here. Um, this is a very little one. Might not even carry. Oh, yes, I hit it. Do you hear that? And again, two for two. So, made up for my... Hope you cheered both of those. Um, just a little... Um, slightly OCD thing I have to do, but not, not entirely, not yet. Just a bit of fun for the moment. That's how it starts, isn't it? Um... And do remember, you don't have to come out. If you're stone clearing, don't feel you have to do it every day. If it's a mental strain, it's obviously the fear of discovery is always with you. The worry that you, even though there are no rules, that you might be somehow contravening a rule. I, I know I've had many sleepless nights about some of the things I've done out here. Um, and what people might think of me, if they knew. And just the fact that I'm doing this at all, of course, is... To some people, an aberration in the eyes of the Lord. And who, how do we know? That's the thing. How do we know which of the gods is, is truly the god? An evil god would pretend to be good when it would try and make you believe in it. Can I be sure the stone gods are true, first of all? And can I be sure that they are benign? 
Sometimes I doubt, I must admit. But I know they're true because who's putting the stones here? Uh, and also, you know, unlike most religions, I'm doing something positive, aren't I? I'm not. I'm building something up rather than knocking it down. I'm helping, probably, I don't know. Come talk to the farmer about it. Um, I'm doing something selfless with no hope of personal reward. I'm just doing it. I don't want people to know it's me doing it. I will take that secret to my grave, possibly just tell my kids so they can carry on just on my deathbed. But no one knows what I'm doing. No one knows that it's me. And surely that is better than a religion where you're going into church going, look at me, I, I helped loads of refugees and stuff. And I helped some children who were dying. I've got, raised money for them. Look how brilliant I am. No, that isn't brilliant. Not if you're doing it, you did it secretly and that didn't tell anyone, sure. But you're not. You're trying to... Oh, someone's put some a pooey dog bag on the back of the... Oh, on the back of my main can. That's just rude. I'm not sad about that. Someone's put some wood there as well. Um... I mean, that's not what this wall is for. It's not to hide people's dog poo. And why would you bag the dog poo and then not take it home? Just like, if you're going to... That's worse. You're littering with plastic, even if it's biodegradable. And don't put it next to a religious monument. I was just talking about how religious this is. And then you do that. I mean, you know, you didn't do it just as I was saying it, I suppose. So I'm just... Uh, these little stones have fallen down this can. And it's one that I will... Do a bit of housekeeping on and keep it looking nice. There's a few at the back, they'll, they can stay down. There's some nice big ones that can tumble backwards, but the ones that tumble forwards. Uh, I'm trying to extend this wall down now. I'm not worried about making it any higher. Um, and I might just try and keep it at a low level all the way down and then build on it once it's connected. There's a little pile, a hundred things or so away from here. There's no one around, so I'm just going to go and have a little transgression out onto the station just to see what I can find out here. Um, tractor tires. Uh, this has been well mined this little bit, but there is immediately quite a nice size stone that I think I can throw from here. Oh, it actually bounced onto the pile, just in front of the pile and bounced over the pile and then off over to near where the dog bag was. Well, we'll have to cover that, I suppose, at some point. There's, here's another one. We'll be excited about this. Oh, no, that one was no good at all. And maybe that's the stone saying it doesn't want to leave. That one was hooked. Oh, and actually, maybe it was just a stone saying, come over here. I've got some friends I think need to be liberated too because there are quite a few little, nice little stones here. So we'll take those in our hands, just looking around, make sure we're not being observed by a man with binoculars or any log dogs or wood hawks or night hawks. Uh, that's the daytime, so we're safe for that. So, yeah, maybe just picking up some little ones here. But... Uh, we have cleared most of the big ones, at least from this immediate area. I, well, I think, you know, of course they do grow back. There's a nice one. There's a nice size one, Wolf. And, uh, yeah, we're nearly at the end. I hope you will consider the stone gods. Think about what they could do for you, uh, if you are of another religion. The thing is, don't... Oh, Wolfie's got my hat. Thank you, Wolfie. I dropped my hat and Wolfie's picked it up for me. It's very nice of her. She's a good dog. Oh, she thinks it's a game. Oh, she's got my hat again. She's run off with it. And this may be, again, the stone gods in operation. The dog has run off wherever he, she do duff, drop off that hat there. 
life the stone and indeed there is a little tiny stone which for some reason Wolfie wanted me to find so all the stone gods did but I found it it's coming off it has to come off at some point I don't know why that one was so important right now but it's not ours to reason why we're just doing the work of the lords the lords uh, yeah I mean this does start there given I haven't been out all that much this is looking like a very impressive structure or the structure i will try and do one of these episodes entirely in uh, middle english uh, one day just for the the true stone clothes out there and as is my want uh, i am taking one of the big stones like the biggest thing i found out there on that little joint down to the next can along just because there isn't much in the way of stonage down this particular stretch. This is the homeward stretch. This is just a few pebbles we can pick up. And I'm just hoping that if I take one stone every day, maybe I'm not here every day, that's 365 stones that will be there in a year. Um, and that's just in one year. So even if I miss a few days, you know, once... That's, I guess, the point. That's why... I rushed to begin with. I was sort of keen to finish the job. I'm a more mature man now than the foolish idiot who started this six months ago. And uh, I'm aware we must take our time. So just pick up a few pebbles. That's all there is down here. A few tiny little stones, but they all have to come off. Just to add one to each little can. There's a tiny little can there that I'll put like a nest really. There's another one here. Back in the glory days... There were some big stones in this little bit. This one hasn't has not pleased the stone gods in that it doesn't seem to really add much more. You'll just find the occasional like these tiny little pebbles. Remember five little pebbles equal one slightly bigger pebble. And that is what you have to think. They all have to come off. So I hope you made it this far in the podcast series. If you haven't, then you're probably not listening to this. Uh, if you haven't listened to any of the others, please go back and do this job properly. Nice little mini can here with, again, probably the biggest, maybe second biggest uh, stone I've ever found out, a massive piece of flint. Saving a couple of pebbles just to throw to the, as a votive offering to the gods, just so nothing bad happened in the world. And I think we can all agree that since I started doing this, the world has been noticeable for its lack of unpleasant incidences so I'm not going to be the one who stops doing this and then causes something awful to happen I'm going to be the one who carries on doing it and the stone gods have no mercy I mean I'm not saying everyone's safe people who poo-poo the stone gods are obviously always at the mercy of stones and will probably you'll find that they are the people who get somehow crushed to death by a stone or uh, eat loads of stones and die that's the kind of thing that will give you an indication of the of the people who are not saved by that magnanimous gesture of mine. So, um, yeah, a few, I'm just going to pick up a few little pebbles here. There's always a few around here. Again, small ones, but small ones are more juicy. Not actually true of stones, they are equally solid. If you find a juicy stone, probably that is not a stone... Um, don't eat it, but do not be tempted to clear it from the shield. It's probably organic and organic material 
mistake. I've actually picked up a twig accidentally there and a bit of the grass. So I'm being a slight hypocrite, but uh, try your best not to remove anything organic from the field. It will melt down to soil. It is the stone clearer's friend. It's what we're trying to protect. As we sort the wheat from the chaff. Of course, chaff is organic material as well. I'm sort of speaking kind of figuratively. Um, right, well, we're at the end of that walk. It's been a nice little walk. Um, hope you've enjoyed today's amble and again meeting perhaps uh, vicious dog and the playful, slightly snarling Labrador. If you're, if you're listening to the dogs, as I know some of you are. Um, I'll be back. I don't, I'm not sure when. I'm, I'm hoping to, you know, as I say, uh, to take you out in different weather conditions. So maybe I'll wait for something extraordinary to come up, some wind, heavy rain even. I mean, we've been quite lucky in that we've just had coldness and quite blue skies, generally speaking, on these podcasts. And the stones, even though it was frosty today, they were not as cold as they have been. They did not remind me of my imminent death. They reminded me today of life, of how life is a vibrant thing, how we are lucky to be here for this brief period of time. The stones will be here for a lot longer. They know the misery of immortality, the thing that we crave. They know how foolish we are who want to live beyond our span and envious for the fact that we rot away and disappear in a way that a stone, of course, eventually it will ebb away or be worn away by the weather to nothing. But, I mean, you just have to look at how many stones are out there, those stones that have been there for four billion years, I'm guessing. Yeah, since the explosion of the universe. Um... Still there, aren't they? They've seen a lot of weather and they're still stones. Uh, in four billion years, I don't think there'll be much of me and Wolfie left. Just what we have created together right here. So, thanks for listening. Um, back home now. Ironically, just cleaning a bit of uh, organic material from my drain pipe there. But that's a different job. Um, back home back to my family of course they know nothing of what's happening out here please do not tell them I mean I think they're feckless idiots as well to be honest but to not realising it's been pretty obvious to me but that's okay we've got to go thanks for listening bye listening to Stoke Clearing with Richard Herring and Wolfie the dog also featuring Michael and those other two dogs the dog with the muzzle and that nice lady as well this time and the man with the Labrador in the distance thank you very much to Mike Cosgrave for doing this music thank you to uh, Orange Mark at the British Comedy Guide for hosting this and thank you to our mystery voice Michael Sheen oh what a giveaway